Welcome to another episode of Racism, a History, where we talk about the injustices people have to face every day. I'm Alicia Maluda, discussing BLM and other racial issues with several people and seeing what their opinions are on the subject. Racism is a huge problem in the world that discriminates against different types of people of an ethnic group, such as black people, indigenous people, etc. This movement against racism has been going on for hundreds of years and is a very real problem that people of all ages should know and fight for today. Here is Brie Baker, a racial activist that has spoken her opinions on this injustice. And this is Emily Shank speaking for her opinions. Thank you for having me here today, Alicia. Well, I have lots of experience on this topic. As being an activist for eight years to this day, and this worldwide problem has had a huge impact in my life. I'm now a director of programs at Inspired Justice, where we fight for anti-racism. Congratulations. Thank you. That is amazing how much you care and fight for this injustice. Thank you so much. As being someone who's had to deal with this stuff and learn about these horrors, it's always been hard to just stand by and watch instead of taking action to help make a change. How do you think that in our school and city, we can make a difference against racism? Well, you always have to be mindful of the type of things you say and do. Many people experience it and it feels awful. People are hating on you for how you look before even getting to know you. You should find time to research about how discrimination and racism has affected people around the world. Once you know what BIPOC have dealt with over the years, it's easier to have empathy for them and build friendships with them. To actually make a difference, you need to be open-minded about others and stand up for what you believe in. This could include things like making a peaceful protest or just staying informed, writing about it, getting involved, and so much more. Thank you for speaking on this podcast and standing up to racism, Maria. Of course. I love finding any way possible to share about anti-racism. The next person we have with us today is Brandy Morin, an Indigenous journalist based in Treaty 6 Territory, Alberta, Canada. Please give her a round of applause. And this is Emily Shank speaking on behalf of Brandy Morin. Thank you for having me here today, Alicia. No problem. I want everyone that's listening to hear what you have to say about your experiences and thoughts about racism. Well, although the circumstances around the resurgence of the Black Lives Matter movement was tragic, I was inspired to witness the issue of racism take center stage around the world. What are your thoughts and experiences on racism? As a journalist and an Indigenous woman, I've been exposed to racism in Canada for many years. My work focuses on uprooting racism, which greatly affects Indigenous communities. The disparities between mainstream society and BIPOC are vast, and especially more for so for Indigenous communities. How have you seen racism in Alberta? In Alberta, there exists of a lot of ignorance and hateful views against Indigenous peoples, which results in discrimination and violence, often in the form of police brutal brutality, over-representation in the prison system, lack of access to educational opportunities and medical care, suicides and more. When calls 
for justice with BLM erupted, indigenous peoples became a natural ally in the fight for equality. These partnerships strengthen the cause for justice and help inform the public about what we can do to make things better. What do you think in Alberta and Edmonton we can do to stop racism? In my view, Alberta and Edmonton still have a long way to go in recognizing and in, um, admitting and taking action on racism. It may take more than a generation to break down the deeply embedded barriers that exist. However, the younger generations, such as yourself, is in great position to take the challenge of education of the racism crisis and help change the current narrative for the future generations. It starts by taking discussions outside the classroom and into the real world to learn about racism and its impacts on people who experience it. What are some specific ways we can fight against racism? It takes patience, openness, and a willingness to step outside of your comfort zone to truly make a difference. That might look like researching history in the area that affects how society operates today, such as the treaties that were agreed upon and signed when the Canada was confederated. That the treaty still stands, however, how governments broke the side of the deal which contributes to a lot of the oppression we see in Indigenous families today. It could look like reaching out to someone who's BIPOC and genuinely forming a friendship, building trust and relationship to, relationship to learn about their experiences and how you may be able to make a difference for them. What do you think is necessary to decrease violence against BIPOC? Well, I think it's integral for institutions, academic settings, public employees, and police officers to engage in cultural training. This will help provide context as to marginalized communities are serving and perhaps decrease violence or discriminatory treatment of BIPOC and remove roadblocks to reconciliation. Your story and fight against racism is inspiring to me and over hundreds of others. I really appreciate all that you do and for taking time out of your day to speak on this podcast. I'm just glad to share this issue with all of your listeners. Give Brandy Morin one last round of applause for outstanding words on this topic. <clears throat> now that we've had two people talking on this podcast about racism and their experiences and thoughts on it, I hope you understand how big this worldwide problem is. So take some time out of your day to find out how you can make a change against racism and stand up for millions of people who have to face this every day. See you next time on Racism, a history.